it's a great Sunday, guys, and I hope that everyone is having an amazing morning. And I even pray that you're going to have a, an amazing day. Good morning, guys. It's me, Jarrell Jackson, better known as Life Coach Jarrell. And guys, it is Podcast Sunday, and I am truly, truly, truly excited for the topic that I have in store for you guys today. Um, on today, I'm doing something new in 2021, guys, and I am inviting close friends and loved ones onto the podcast station here at Flowing With Life Coach Jarrell so that you guys could also hear another voice and so that we could have some more interesting and diverse topics. But before we get into today's topic, I want to give a huge shout out to Anchor.fm for allowing me to use their platform to podcast my, my station. I would like to give a shout out to Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Music. Um, and then also, guys, um, I am also on iHeartRadio. So I want to thank you guys out there all across the world in podcast land. Thank you to all of my viewers in America, Australia, Germany, Berlin, um, London. Um, I kind of looked at the, um, the views um, on last week just to kind of see whether the streams and things were coming from and guys are coming from all over the world. And for everyone who listens and who presses play or who shares the podcast, thank you so much for your loyalty and your dedication. So guys, um, today's topic is going to be entitled Dating, Relationships, and Growth. And the special guest that I have today, guys, is someone that I met when I started working for the company that I work for now. Um, and I started working there April 16th of 2018. And um, this young lady is someone that I have come to love. I enjoy talking to her at work, outside of work. She has a beautiful spirit. She has a beautiful soul. Um, and, and one thing that I absolutely love about her is that she's pure and she's authentic. Um, and anytime you find good people like that in the world, you want to hold on to them, right? Those are the people that you want to keep around you. Um, she is also my Real Housewives of Atlanta quote and saying, buddy, um, we definitely, we, we act a fool. And y'all probably <laughs> are going to get a taste of that today. <laughs> already laughing. So without further ado, or further ado, I want to introduce to you guys the one and only Miss Tania Kelly. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate all your kind words and definitely feel the same about you. I appreciate having you in my life. We've only known each other, what, three years? We know each other. years? <laughs> Don't listen. <laughs> we tried to start this off on the right path, okay? Okay. Um, and you have been just as equally as good to me um, and have taught me things about life and myself that I probably never would have tried to, you know, dig deeper in and realize and talk through until I actually met you. So I definitely appreciate having you in my life and talking through those tough moments and then turning around, like you said, just acting a fool. Exactly. Straight exactly. together. <laughs> exactly. We see each other. We see each other. That's it. <laughs> so I, I definitely thank you for those those wonderful words because I remember um, I always remember when I think about you, I think about that one conversation that we both had while we were in the break room at work. Um, and I think I maybe had been there for like maybe a couple of weeks or maybe a month. And um, we were just talking about our backgrounds of work and where we came from. And 
um, how you came from the retail industry and I came from the restaurant industry and how much like even though those are different industries but customer service at the end of the day is kind of in a sense the one thing that draws us together how we just had a lot of experience and sometimes people will look at a person's age and expect them to be a specific way or a certain way but just listening to you talk about life's experiences and where your goals and things with the company of where we are now and even individually and that's what we're definitely going to talk about those things um, just to see how your life has transformed and, ha and is still transforming into the goals and the dreams that you want so I want to give you your flowers and tell you that I'm extremely proud of you um, and as Thank long you, as Brian. no problem and as long as you allow me to be a friend to you I definitely would love to see you throughout your journey and to to be along with you and hopefully to get a piece of that 401k <laughs> you got it. You uh, there so everybody, the entire time. Everybody on in Anchor Land and every other like podcast land, you all have heard that she has agreed to give me a piece of the four hundred one k. You will get a piece. I didn't say how big it would be, but you'll get a piece. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. I want I want you, Tania, if you would, mm -hmm. give the people some information about who Tania Campbell is. Like, just really lay it out there so that we can get to know you. Okay, um, I'm a lot. I am. I got a lot of layers, a lot to me. But um, my name is Tania. I am a Little Rock native. I was born and raised in Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, back in 94 so you know I'm, I'm a 90s baby barely but um, my mom's from Little Rock my dad he's from West Memphis I grew up like I said in Little Rock my whole life went to Little Rock Central um, when I graduated from there in 2012 I went to the University of Arkansas Little Rock I graduated from there in 2016 um, so I think I was about 22 when I graduated from college and uh, I always had a passion for makeup, cosmetics, the beauty world for a while. While I was in college, I thought I wanted to do makeup. Then I realized that that was not really my lane dealing with people um, and that capacity on a day-to-day basis was just not going to work for me. Mm -hmm. So I kind of put that to the side, but that's how Painted Dog kind of came about. My best friend and I, um, her name's Amber, we really, really, really just got super obsessed with makeup, I would say back in like 2013. Okay. And um, yeah, and so I kind of put it to rest and I decided that I was not going to follow my passion, follow my dreams. I was going to uh, go through life and just make sure that I met everybody else's expectations. So mm -hmm. I uh, graduated college, I got married, I got divorced, and then I went out into the world and said, now I have to kind of start living for me. So mm. that was back in like 2017 and I think 2018, 2019, that's when I started the shift and started focusing a lot on bringing my businesses to life, doing things that uh, please me and just kind of focusing on my mental health and just trying to grow and mature as much as possible. Um, yeah, so I think that's a good 
good cliff notes. I don't want to go into too much details because I know a lot of this stuff we're going to talk about. Right, right. So we know that there's a lot of people. Um, a lot of people are doing makeup now. You know. Yeah. You you see it everywhere. And um, what? Tell me about painted dolls. Like why the name? And what does your product bring to the table that people have not experienced before? Like, give us some background on that. Okay. So just kind of like you said, everybody is selling makeup now. I definitely think what sets me aside from a lot of companies is the, uh, my passion, like my mission and why I'm doing it. I So painted dolls basically means that when you, of course, put on makeup, people say, okay, you know, girl, you beat, you paint it, you know, you've painted your face. And when you paint your face, you create an illusion that you are uh, like a doll. So mm -hmm. you're as beautiful, as innocent as a doll. But in my mind, and what I want to be able to convey to the people is that anybody can be a painted doll. So sometimes we think, when we think doll, we think uh, perfect, right? Mm -hmm. uh, plastic. Uh, perfection. Mm -hmm. And that's not always true. Mm. You can be a single mother and you can be a painted doll. Mm. You could be, um, you know, to nausea and bank account. You could be having a terrible day, but it's something about when you go in that, that bathroom and you put that lip gloss on, we don't know what type of day you're, you're having. We don't know the circumstances that are going on in your home. And I think that that is kind of what sets me apart from a lot of people is just realizing that beauty is so much more than how we look mm. it's it's how we deal with things it's how we treat people it's how we live our lives mm -hmm. and so the more and more campaigns that i roll out the more i'll be able to kind of better execute on that message mm -hmm. i think sometimes of course you know we want to go through the marketing and stuff we want to do the cute stuff but I also want to make sure that I convey the real stuff too. And I definitely think that um, I don't see a lot of people doing what I'm doing. And I'm grateful for that. I know for a fact that my vision is from God. Uh, me starting a cosmetics company is not something that I ever thought about, but I knew that I wanted to work in the, the beauty industry. I just did not know in what capacity. And I'll never forget the day one day I was laying in my bed and I was just thinking my mind was running a million miles per minute and I was like God you know what is it that I need to do this is what I love this is what I'm passionate about I'm grateful for my career I have an amazing job I love the company that I work for but I know that's not the end all be all for me mm -hmm. I don't want to spend the next 40 years working for somebody else mm -hmm. and just as clear as day I still get chills just thinking about it I heard God whisper in my ear and he said excuse me he said start a cosmetics company and that was in 2018 and ever since then I knew that this is what I was supposed to do mm, very 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 beautiful very inspirational very touching um, and I know all too well about asking that question what is my purpose what am I supposed to be doing and getting that answer, getting that confirmation. Um, I know with me, mine was in 2017, you know, 12 o'clock midnight. 
I was like, okay, I cannot work in the restaurant industry for the rest of my life, arguing with customers about ranch dressing and celery sticks. Like <laughs> this, this, this is this is not it. Like, what am I supposed mm-hmm. to be doing? And just like you stated, it, it came clear as day. And I grabbed my journal and it said, life coaching, mentoring, motivational speaking. This is what you need to be doing. This is where the energy and the focus needs to be. And just as you did, I, I started the journey um, to becoming a life coach. And I, I work, and let me put this out here, guys. We work full-time jobs, you know. We, now we would love to, and we pray that the time will come for us to do 100% of what we love. But mm-hmm. one thing about starting a dream and having a vision, you have to be realistic. Mm-hmm. And you got to keep that money flowing in until what you have that drive and that passion about get you exactly where you want to be. So as we both like to say in the words of Miss Phaedra Parks, we have many, 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 many jobs, jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at the end of it. I can work so, every day for the rest of my life. That's it. That's it. So now we're going to go ahead and now that you guys have the backstory about Tania, we're going to get into today's topic, which is once again, dating, relationships, and growth, like one-on-one. So if you are someone who you're interested in dating or you have been dating and you've had no luck, this topic is going to be for you. If you're someone who has gone through relationship after relationship and you leave more broken than what you walked into the relationship with, this topic is going to be for you. If you are someone and you are in the process of growing from your pain and from your hurt, but you're having those urges to dive back into old habits, old beliefs, this topic today is going to be for you. But this is what I want to talk to you guys about or what we're going to talk to about. Where you are in your life right now when it comes down to dating and relationships and being ready and being honest with yourself, everything is about having clear intentions. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if, if you are waking up every single day and you're just doing things, but you have no intention set, you don't know the direction of where you want your day to go or be, you're just going through motions. And a lot of us things in our dating lives and in our relationships, we have not set clear intentions on what it is we're looking for, what it is we want, what it is we need. Um, We really haven't taken an account of the self-work that we need to be doing or that we should have done before putting ourselves in situations of someone else's company. So what I want to talk with you today about, Tania, is I want to talk about your experience with love for as long as you have been on this earth. Um, mm-hmm. what, what's been your, your relationship and your experiences of love? Um, so when I think about the first time I probably experienced love or felt love, um, just in my life would probably be as a child, like in my childhood. Um, and I want to say probably from my grandmother. 
I spent a lot of time with my grandmother in my childhood because I was raised by a single mom and um, I had a younger brother. And um, so we just ended up splitting a lot of our time between my mom and my grandmother. And my grandmother probably was the first representation of like unconditional love, like knowing that no matter what, no matter where, no matter how, she's always going to make it happen. Uh, But then realizing that I never had any type of um, that affectionate type of love. So that was not something that I, I don't think I ever saw that, honestly, Jarrell. I don't think I ever saw people being um, affectionate or loving. Uh, We didn't do a bunch of uh, I love yous. My mom, she would always tell us before we went to bed, like, I love you, good night. But as far as like throughout the day, or um, if we had major accomplishments or things like that. I don't remember getting a bunch of I love yous. My grandmother didn't say I love you at all. And mm. she's gotten better now that she's older, mm-hmm. but she never said I love you. And she never said, uh, thank uh, she never said you're welcome. So we would always say thank you. And she would always say, mm-hmm. And <laughs> uh, I never realized how that affected me until I got older. And when I say affected me, I don't think it ruined me, but I, even to this day, sometimes I still have a very hard time with being um, romantically affectionate. Mm. I'm not, I don't, I'm not a lovey-dovey type of person. I do love, I, you know, but a lot of times I express love through doing mm. and through giving. Whereas some people may feel like, they, they love that touching. They love that that feeling. They love those words of affirmation. They love those morning kisses and good night kisses and kisses when you. That's not me. You better get off me. <laughs> <laughs> you better leave me alone. I don't waste all day. Okay. Get off me. You don't have to back up. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give, if you don't give me 50, at least give me six, honey. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but. As I got older, I started, you know, you start dating, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, you start getting your, you're getting into your relationships and start thinking you're grown and nobody can tell you nothing about your man. It's your man. Mm-hmm. It's your man, honey. And you just, you just know everything. And uh, as I'm older now, looking back, of course, I realized that when you are 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, if you never have seen a functional relationship or if you have never witnessed any type of intimate relationships it's really hard to navigate through those things because you're just winging it mm. and so you think that you know everything and you do everything that you think is right so you know you you refer to your bible and you say mm. okay well this is how god says that a wife should be or this is how god says a, a mate should be and you refer to uh you know the self-help books and the 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 motivational speakers and the social media and the things that you see in movies um not realizing that everything is of course open for interpretation (laughs) and then too uh everything is not really realistic Mm. and uh everybody does not have the same intentions as you And I think the biggest lesson that I learned is love is not the end all, be all for Mm, me. Gotcha. For me. Now, I think that uh, 
that is something that a lot of people need. Well, let me go backwards. We all need love, right? Mm-hmm. We all want to be in love. We all want to feel love. Um, you just have to make a, an intentional decision to see what are you willing to settle or sacrifice for it. Mm. Very good. And there are certain things that I'm just not willing to settle or sacrifice because the way that I look at it is uh, love is a temporary emotion, right? Mm-hmm. So it comes in waves. So how I feel about you today could not be the same in six months to a year mm. or three months or next week. Now I can love you, but I may not be in love with you or mm. I may not have that unconditional love for you where no matter what you say or what you do I still want to be with you because two years ago you uh, left all the cabinets open and I was mad about it and I let you do that for six months but now you can't do it no more Mm. so you know you have to realize that love changes and if you are making forever decisions based off of love you could be getting yourself into some trouble Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's and that's so so deep. And I want to go back to to what you stated that um, growing up, you never really saw that ideal relationship. You never really saw that form of affection. You know, grandma, you would say thank you. She would say mm, mm-hmm, or you never got those I love yous throughout the days. And, and I always talk about my childhood growing up. If, if anyone knows me, they know that, you know, my father's a pastor. Um, so a lot of my life was spent, teenage years and, and childhood years was spent in church. So like love growing up in a household because my mom and dad are still married. They've been, been married for like 30 plus years. But I grew up in a household in a sense where hearing I love you when we heard it was like, like waking up to $100 under your pillow from the tooth fairy like wow really yeah it's because it's just kind of like it was nothing that we heard like you say every single day we didn't we didn't we just didn't hear it and it was more of understood and 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 that kind of that kind of love in a sense works for certain people but Mm -hmm. as you get older or as i got older let me hold myself accountable i realized that I needed to hear those son, I love you, or, mm-hmm. or, or those those hugs or those I'm proud those of hats you. Hats on the back. Yes. Yep. I don't think people understand how far that goes. Like for me, I'm the type of person where sometimes I just want people to say, Are you okay? I could be falling apart you know, having a hard time, a terrible day, but just the fact that, you know, somebody thought enough to check in on me, I was, I would still respond and say, yeah, I'm good. Thank you so much for checking on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you just need that, that, that pat on the back, that confirmation, that reiteration, just to kind of motivate you to kind of navigate through life because it's hard sometimes. Yeah, it definitely is. And like, and, and let me not paint a picture out there now report report card days and well I was always a smart child and I mean as an adult I'm still smart 
But um, <laughs> but that was one area that I knew that I could excel in as a as a child and as a kid were my grades. So I always got a good job, son. I knew you could do it. I'm not disappointed. This is what we expect of you. And growing up in those times and those eras, because we hear from a lot of people, parents like my parents' parents, they didn't get praised for bringing home good grades or doing good things because that's. They were like, well, that's, that, what, you're that's what you're supposed to do. And but yeah. sometimes that can be so dangerous because mm. even it's what I'm supposed to be doing. Sometimes that gratitude sounds and feels so good. But what happens is we mm. as we get older and especially when we end up dating and we end up getting into relationships, we end up getting with people and we're really doing our best. We're really giving our best. We're buying the gifts we're being consistent we're being considerate and when we never hear those baby thank you for being babe thank you for just showing up have i told you today how much it meant to me last week when you when we don't mm -hmm. when we don't get those pats on the back that we wanted as children it plays out in our relationships plays out in our marriages and absolutely and what we find out is that we're not adults in relationships or, or marriages we're broken children I get that's it. We're broken children in marriages and dating and in relationships, and we're wanting what we never, what we never got. So and that is dangerous. Yeah, very that's, dangerous. That that's very dangerous because what I realized is that going, uh, like I said, I, I lived my life off of other people's expectations. So the expectation for Tania was, you know grow up you you do well you uh get good grades you go to college you graduate college you find a man you find a good job and you live your life in somebody's wife and you know having a great job mm -hmm. and that's what I wanted to do because I knew that that was going to please the people around me and that's what I went out and I did not realizing that because I, I so badly wanted to recreate something that I had never seen before. Mm. Not realizing that I did not have the tools or the resources to do that. So that's just like a doctor who doesn't have any type of training uh, or somebody that wants to be a doctor going to perform heart surgery. How that's going to end up? With them dead and in jail. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's okay to want certain things, but you have to make sure that you take the time to equip yourself for those type of things because you may, just because you want it, it doesn't mean that you're ready for it. Ooh, very good point. Guys, that you repeat that to me. Let's, let's go back over that. Just because what now? I said, just because you want it does not mean that it's something that you're ready for. Yeah. And that you can apply that to every aspect of your life, especially when you are um, a business owner and you see people thriving and just living their best life and making a million dollars every day, that can hurt. Mm -hmm. But you have to realize that you have to get to that level. People go through different things to get to where they are. Mm -hmm. And we got to stop getting so caught up in what everybody else got going on, what everybody wants for us or what we see everybody else doing. And just focus on yourself and what you want for yourself and then figuring out how to get there. Very good. And, and, and piggybacking off of what you said, I want to go into the next question. And it's, that question is, how do you feel that relationships, commitment and communication have all changed 
with so many different generations that have now come? Like, what do you feel is lacking? What do people have too much of? What do they have not enough of? I think the biggest thing is our generation, and I will speak to my house because, you know, you're a little aged. Now we won't. I'm, I'm I'm 35 to be exact. I have a birthday coming up in March. Well, we won't go there. We can. <laughs> <laughs> I, anyway. I told you guys we love Real Housewives. Y'all just don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we don't talk to each other. I don't know if not enough or at all. So my grandmother, she lived in a very small country town. She grew up on a farm. You know, she picked cotton. And I just think about maybe how she met my grandfather and how they communicated and, and decided that they want to date or get married or whatever. Their only option was to speak to each other. Mm-hmm. They would have to talk to each other. If they wanted to see each other, be around each other, they wanted to... There were no other forms of communication. They literally either had to talk on the phone Whereas I, I know she had her mom and her dad and six other siblings, and I'm, I don't want to age her, mm-hmm. but I don't really know how the phones worked back then. But I knew that I'm pretty sure she wasn't just sitting up on the phone all day and night because you had to hang up because, you know, you can't miss the milkman delivery. Right, you right. Know, mama and daddy got to, everybody else got to be able to get on the phone too. So if you wanted to talk to somebody, you had to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And now it's like you do something to me, I'm not gonna talk to you about it. I'm not gonna express to you how I feel about it. I'm ignore you, and then I'm gonna share me on Facebook, or I'm gonna subtweet you on Twitter until you figure out that you want. I'm talking about you, and you pick up the phone and you call me. But sometimes people don't even do that. I know for a fact I've seen people try to uh maybe i did something they didn't like Mm -hmm. and they would like go and make snarky comments or you know share certain stuff or post certain things and i would pick up the phone and call them and they would act like nothing ever happened Mm. that's not okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) if i if i've done something to somebody i want to know because everybody does not love the same way. Mm-hmm. So, Miss Yola said that um, I don't get to tell you how to love me. I get to watch how you love mm-hmm. me and decide if I want to participate or not. Right? Yes, yes. So many times, we just, and that's in friendships, relationships, all that. We just don't have those intentional conversations of this is this is who I am, this is what I do, this is how I move. We jump into situations, get all caught up in our feelings, and then we try to go backwards and say, well, this is who I am, this is how I move, and this is what I do. And we try to make decisions based off of assumptions. Mm-hmm. Now you sitting up in your bed, your house, your car, mad and upset because you thought somebody was going to do something or you thought somebody was going to say something. Wait, they don't even rock with you like that. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Or this was just something for fun. Oh, <laughs> see, and and just that comment alone goes into the piece of communication and intention. And 
I'm a very, very, very strict person on communication, consistency, and having clear intentions. Like, as Tania said, I am a little bit on the older side. I'm not, you know, C. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm 35 and a half. I'll be 36 March the 30th. So you guys send me some birthday wishes. But I've been in those dating situations or relationship situations where I'm just, I like you, you like me. And we're going to feel our way through it until it yeah. becomes something beautiful. And all of, you know, people are like, oh, we've been together this long. Like, sometimes all of those years together absolutely mean nothing when you still don't know how to mm. communicate. You, you better say it. argue and are throwing knives and pots and pans at each other. You're still... Mm having an argument or a disagreement and you're vanishing for two or three days and not returning phone calls and texts and then all of a sudden you show back up you know like absolutely nothing is wrong now i ain't went through none yeah. of that people. i ain't being judgy but i ain't putting up with it you know, I, ain't I, I listen been there done it and then wrote the t-shirt rolled a couple of rides got some kind candy and then i uh you know i went back one more time See? And so you get what I'm saying? So we all have these experiences, but we get to communicate with people and to let them know, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. This is what I need. This is what I don't need. This is what I absolutely want. This is what I won't tolerate. This is what really, and it should be that. There should be, there should be nothing that we should tolerate because if you are tolerating a person, you're in a sense, you are enabling some form of badness whether it's communication verbally emotionally financially like all of those things so um i am a very intentional guy i want to know up front what are you looking for what what do you want what do you need because if we can get if we can have that conversation in the forefront dating relationships friendships whatever if you can tell me what that is in the forefront, then I get to make a decision on if I want you to be in my life or if I want to go ahead and end this now. And and what's so scary is that people don't ask those questions or when mm-hmm. you ask them, people don't give them a solid answer. And when you do that, you are taking away someone's right to make a solid and best decision for themselves. You better say it. You, I say it all the time. I think that a lot of people, especially because a, a lot of times I feel like we don't have those conversations because we are scared of the results, mm-hmm. right? So if I tell if I tell a girl that I don't want to be with her, I just want to smash every time I'm in the mm-hmm. house, she may not text me back. Or I don't want to tell this person about my childhood trauma because that may scare them. And you have to realize that, um, I mean, those are just the type of chances that you're going to have mm-hmm. to take. I, I'm I'm kind of on the fence about, um, sometimes people will say, if you love me, then you'll help me navigate through this. And I don't feel like that's necessarily mm-hmm. true because I feel like we need to have these conversations because yes I might love you but I might not love you like that or I may not love you to the point to where I am 
ready to deal with something that I don't have the mental capacity to deal with or the emotional capacity to deal with. And if you don't have those conversations, like you said, you don't get to make an educated decision around if you want to deal with somebody in their circumstances. And then that love turns into, uh, you just don't like them anymore. Or you may start feeling like, uh, what's the word, Drew? Hmm. some type of remorse or uh, (laughs) yeah yeah you might feel like I got myself into something that I really wish that I didn't that I didn't yeah because some some journeys you do need to take alone something that I learned especially with 2020 being so before the pandemic and all this stuff happened I decided that I was a moved to another city so I got a promotion they said we need you to move here I said okay cool um I I didn't mind moving because I felt like when I wanted to I would still have access to the things that I needed to have access to not knowing that of a pandemic was going to happen in 2020 and I was going to end up in a city where I did not have a friend a family and uh, nothing by myself but the good thing that came out of that is I got to be still mm-hmm. And learned a lot about just how to properly communicate, how to um, communicate when I feel like something has hurt me or hurt my feelings and realizing that every disagreement is not an argument. Mm -hmm. Two things can be true at the same time. My feelings can be valid and, you know, you can still be making your point and it doesn't make either one of us wrong. It just means that we have different perspectives on Mm -hmm. things. So communication is just something that we lack in our generation. I've always, and I this is what I want to ask you. When did you realize that, okay, I need to have intentional conversations with people because I traditionally have always been a go with the flow type of girl. Like we have an understanding and realizing that we really don't, or we had two different mm-hmm. types of understandings because I was thinking something and you were obviously thinking something else. But now that I'm, I let it tell people I'm 25 and a half because I feel like last year. <laughs> This, uh, now that I'm at the age that I am now, I really have to make sure that I have those conversations on day one. The last guy that I kind of, I don't want to say dated, but that I felt like I was kind of open with, one of the first things he said was like, hey, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you now, this is how I move. So... If you and I are communicating with one another and talking to each other or whatever you want to call it, you cannot be entertaining any other men. You cannot do this. You cannot do this. And I was like, well, hold on. <laughs> that means we... I, I said, that means we go together. You know, we're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, that's, he said, that's why I like to have these type of conversations. Right. Because talking, dating, and in a relationship all mean three different things to exactly exactly well i can honestly say for me it started when the light bulb came on to me honestly when i did my resume because i I had quit my old job where i was working and i was applying for i put my resume out there to to find a career or a job and when my resume got out there, I started getting phone calls from 
companies and businesses that I knew for sure I absolutely did not want to work for. Restaurant industries, people that wanted me to work for commission-based only, and and people want me to go sell dental supplies and all of this stuff. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, and I had realized that at that moment, I had gathered to gathered together a really impressive resume, and I put it out there with absolutely no intentions. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, I put a really great resume out there, which means that everybody that wanted a piece of what they saw on their resume had some form of access to me to reach out to me for interviews and to to make all of these other offers. And I was just like, why am I getting all the phone calls from companies that I absolutely don't want to work for? And I have no intentions of working for them. At that point of time, I was reading. Uh, what was I reading? I think I was reading trust by Iyanla Van Zandt um, and in that book she was talking about you know trusting the process and asking for what you want and believing that you can have those things so then I started with my affirmations and I was like let me let me talk about what I don't want and that's I made the first mistake okay. I started talking about I don't want to work for this company I don't want to work at this type of job I don't want to make this amount of money I don't want to work this on weekends and the very thing that I spoke so much about not wanting is what I attract. So then I said, okay, let me talk about what I do want. Let me be intentional. I want a Monday through Friday job working eight to five because this will allow me to live a lot. This will allow me to yada, yada, yada. This will allow me to not be stuck behind a counter or in a restaurant while everybody is kicking in and having a good time on weekends. So I had to get clear about that. And then I was like, and I landed the job that I wanted. And I was like, well, if I can do this with a job, why can't I do this with dating and relationships? Mm. I have a Facebook profile, I have an Instagram, I have a Snapchat, and I have a Twitter. Guess what? All of those social media sites have a DM or an inbox. All of those people have access to me, which is the same way that those people had access to me with that resume. So if... Mm -hmm. People are jumping in my inbox and they're not being intentional or or I'm not even clear about what I'm looking for if I'm ready to date, what type of person I want to attract. I'm going to get everything under the sun and I'm going to be pissed and mad when I'm getting exactly what I don't want. So what I started doing was I started writing down all the characteristics that I wanted or that I needed in a mate. What I did was I looked at all of those characteristics and I circled all of the characteristics that I possessed. And all of the characteristics that okay. I didn't possess, I put an X by them. And at that moment, I realized that if I'm going to be intentional, I can't be out here asking for someone to be, to give, and to be away in my life if what I'm asking for, I'm not even capable of giving or reciprocating or I don't even have it. Oh. So, you cannot request what you can. There you go. And so what I did at that point of time, I started to do the work on myself. I started to get, mm. I'm not gonna jump in your inbox and I'm not gonna be talking to you every day, giving you consistency and communication when I know that you absolutely are not what I'm looking for. I'm going to mm. stroke your ego. I'm not gonna flirt. I'm not gonna do all of these things when I know that I have no intentions of being in a relationship. I have no intentions of dating with intentions and if it if it was me just saying I honestly just want someone who can occupy my time, I'm not gonna sell a false story. 
And so what I had to do was I, I had to build that muscle of saying, I'm not interested. And, and mm. guys, in a sense, that's what I really want to kind of convey in this whole dating topic. It's like, have you ever like walked up to somebody working and been like, hey, can I talk to you about something? And they say, hey, give me about 30 minutes. Now's not a good time. I had yeah. to adapt the now's not a good time. You know, when I, yeah, wow. when I was going through, I love take it. it, take it. Like when I was going through my process of healing and figuring out who I was, I would have people like, hey, I'm interested in getting to know you. I think you're really this, you're really that. Is there a possibility that we could start something? And I had to hit them with that. Hey, I appreciate that, but now is not a good time. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Don't be all up on me. And 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 that I helped love me. That. Yeah, because I, yeah, I still feel like I, I feel like I have I definitely have healed and I have grown from my situations and relationships but I have really been focused on just growing as a person like just growing mentally spiritually and emotionally because like we said you can't request things that you can't reciprocate and I think it's very important that before I get into another relationship I am completely happy and okay with exactly who I am I don't want to be in a relationship and that's not to say that I will not continue to grow but I want my foundation to be solid as far as who I am as a person I don't want to be in a relationship constantly trying to find myself because if you are with somebody you have to think about when you meet people when you're like 21, 22 I'm not even the same person that I was six months ago so I can't even sit here and say that I know for a fact 21 year old Tania and 26 year old Tania are two completely mm-hmm. different people and I had no di- no business trying to make lifelong decisions based off a 21 year old mm. mindset that's not to say that people are not you know cannot be mature in a certain way but you definitely have to be 100% whole in yourself mentally emotionally physically before you're out here trying to be in a relationship with people but i'm i can't stand that 50 50 mm. crap i think that is trash Jeez, like what's trash. what's what's 50 50 what is that that whole that whole like uh my mate is my better half and you need to be you know i'm 50 you 50 and together we 100 now i need to okay because y'all out here dating people trying to seek things like you said broken children trying to seek things and obtain things through people that as soon as they leave you or as soon as you mad or you upset and you don't want to talk to them no more you don't have that one thing that you only can get from mm. that one person instead of giving it to yourself so now you're stuck with this person because that's the only place that you know Ooh. how to get it oh and then and then it's like no. you can you go deeper than that you have that as you stated that 50 50 trash the trash and you build someone who's 50 percent up to 100 and you're waiting for them to build you up and they leave you and they go be 100 for somebody else oh and, and they always do they always do i've seen so many times where and i've done it where we wait around and we you know we try to teach people going back to what yana said you know you can't teach people how to love you because for one everybody does not love the same i've had so many people i've dated guys who would give me the moon and the stars and and they would always be upset with me because it was like i was being ungrateful but that was that's not how i love that's not my Mm. love language so 
I I'm I appreciate it, but that's not appeasing gotcha. to me. And I think people need to understand that. And when you're trying to build somebody up and change them and mold them and help them grow, all you're teaching them is that, you know, they, they're taking what um, you're teaching them, but they're not applying it because why would I need to? I haven't been doing it and you still here. See, this is why. <laughs> so now when we go our, when we go our separate ways, I'm gonna apply with her because I don't want to, I don't even want to get to the point to where I got with you. So I'm gonna just jump out and start doing it with that person because I don't even want to go through what I went through with See, you. See, and that takes me to my next question. Whose responsibility is it to teach the importance of things like love, self-respect, accountability, realistic expectations from a mate or a partner? Like whose whose job is it to teach? us those things is, is it our parents is it something that we need to research ourselves like how do you feel about that i hate to say what i'm about to say but i will i'll break it down um it's our parents responsibility to treat us or show us how mm. to be treated the problem is our parents are human beings navigating mm-hmm. through life as well so mom and I'm not saying this is my exact situation, but I'm saying that um, goes back to the whole generation thing. So uh, I'm a millennial. What's the generation before us? Uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I know, right? Anyway, so baby, boom, baby. Uh, mom, no, that's like my grandma. There's a generation between there, uh. right? I think my grandma would be like a baby boomer, but my mom is a different generation, and then I'm a millennial. Maybe it's generation. People out there, podcast land, if you know, know what that generation is, when you guys listen to the podcast, <laughs> leave us a message. Let us Please know because we know. over here at <laughs> lot. Our parents should be teaching us how to navigate through relationships. But the problem is sometimes our parents are navigating through relationships too. So like when I was growing up, mm. I was dating. So, but she was very protective of her children. So we didn't get to see that. We were not around that. So I didn't get anything from that. My grandmother's generation, they were taught that no matter how terrible your husband is, mm. you stay married. So yeah, they may teach you that, but that's that's all they know. So we can't fault them mm. for that. So I think that once you get old enough and you start realizing that, hey, my parents and my grandparents or whoever raised me taught me the best that they could, but the best that they could was not good enough, then you have to make a decision as an adult to figure out what works best for you, what you're willing to tolerate, what you're not willing to tolerate, um, things that you're ready to deal with, and just being honest with yourself and mm. the people around you. Something, one thing I really have to, I really get out to myself now is because I know that I am not in a mindset to be in a relationship. But every so often, I get in my own head and I'm like, well, you need to, you know, you need to try to date or you need to try to entertain somebody because mm. that's what you should be doing. You're, you're young, you're single, you're successful. You should have a man. And then I have to bring myself back down and, and say, girl, because as soon as I get to text somebody for about two or three days, I'm you like, gotta oh, go. Girl. Yeah. 
<laughs> got a blast. And, and it's not because they are terrible, they're bad people. I have really, I would say, especially like 2019, I dealt with some men that were amazing mm. men. Amazing men. And I wish that I would have waited until I was ready because now I know that I'll never get another opportunity with them because I, I wasn't in the headspace of being in a relationship and I wasn't mm. honest about that. And, and people out there in podcast land, that was a very, very good jewel that she dropped. You have to be open and honest with yourself to say, hey, what you're looking for, I don't want right now. I can't give it. I ain't interested in that. So rather than you being hurt and disappointed by who I am at this point in time in my life, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> Go on about your business. and But don't change who you are. Stay who you are. The qualities that you yeah yeah it don't have yeah. anything to do with you i'm just not in the mental space to to i can i, I can date i don't have a problem dating you know i i love to you know catch a good movie every now and then get a good nice dinner you know converse mm-hmm. laugh, ha, 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 ha. but i don't have the time or the capacity or the emotional availability to be constantly available for somebody else at this point in my life. And I don't want to get in a situation with somebody and then let them mm. know, you know, just because I don't have the capacity to, to deal with them because that it goes back to what you just said where people start feeling like, well, what's wrong with me? Or, or what am I doing? It's like, there's nothing wrong with you. I just am not in a place to deal with you. Men, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. A lot of guys that I have tried to date recently, they require a lot of time mm. and attention. And, and I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing, but I know what I have the time mm-hmm. and capacity for. And you already know uh-huh. what kind of jobs we work. So six o'clock. Exactly. I, you. I can't. I don't have the capacity to text you all day. I may not be able to text you good morning as soon as I roll over because I barely. <laughs> <laughs> it's like these things that something, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. If that's what you require, great. But I am here to tell you today, you ain't. That's it, and let the church say. I don't have it. Let the church say. <laughs> Amen. Okay. I just don't have it. And and maybe one day I will get it, but I have noticed like, wow. And it could be because they're trying to move towards a relationship. Yeah. And, and even with that being said, a relationship is work. And if you don't even like your job, not you, but just anyone in general, if you already don't like the job that you get up and work every day and you hate going to it and you put forth the bare minimum in it, if a relationship is work, what do you think you're going to do there? You're going to give the bare minimum. You're not really going to like it. You're just going to be going through the motions just to say that you got something. And once again, it's so important, guys, you know, there's a syndrome that I hear a lot of people talk about. And that syndrome is I'll take what I can get or I might as well stay with who I'm with because it ain't nothing else out there. You know, That's a common mindset. That's a common practice. And guys, that's extremely 
dangerous. We just said okay. dating about 20 times. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> this is disgusting. This, that's what this is like. We have the reality we're in 2019. The word disgusting. Uh, and it's like, disgusting. God, like, don't work towards getting out of that mindset if that's you. Like, what, where you are in a relationship or in your love life or dating or where you are even within yourself, that's not all that you can get. You shouldn't, and you should not want to stay in it. You don't have to stay in where you are because you feel like there's nothing else out there that's that's better. Like everything is, don't settle, and everything settle. is is about your mindset, what you think, and what you believe. Because if you manifest it, and if you manifest mm-hmm. it, it's nine times out of ten sleeping on the left side of the bed. You get what I'm saying? So being mm. that goes back to being intentional. If you say that. I'm really going to yeah. take this year to work on myself and to figure out what it is that I want and need. You can't be out here. You can't be out here doing the total opposite. I'm just going to be honest and I'm going to be real because it's just yeah. like, you can't say that I'm on a diet and I'm going to only eat healthy foods, healthy vegetables and fruit. And then when you get in the grocery store, you bypass the fruits and vegetables and you go straight to the chip aisle and put two bags of Lay's and flame the hot Cheetos and everything else in your bag. Like, and, and, um, <laughs> see, you get what I'm saying? So all the time, you, you're saying <laughs> one thing, but your actions don't add up. You're doing something totally different. So guys, you know, like I said, this is, this is relationship talking. I want to, I want to keep going, but guys, we, we want to go ahead and wrap it up because we're probably going to make this a part two because it's, it's so good. But what what we want to do really yeah. quick, I want to ask Tania one last question, and then we're going to give you guys some tips uh, for dating and relationships. Uh, so Tania, my last question for you is, what have you learned about yourself from dating, marriage, you know, going through a divorce, and now as a stronger woman, what 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 insight can you give the people out there in pockets? I don't mm. know everything. Uh, and just because you are a good person and you do good doesn't automatically make that person do the same for you. Uh, sometimes we feel like, oh, because I'm right, I'm good, and, and I people will just do things for me because I did this for them. And realizing that people mm. don't have to, that was that was a big mm. lesson that I learned too. Um, and that you know you have to be whole. I was one of those fifty-fifty type of people where I always thought relationships were give and take in a, a partnership and they are to a certain extent but if you are literally depending on a relationship to um, give you something that you really really need then you definitely need to try to figure out a way to give it to yourself first before you try mm-hmm. to be with somebody uh, We and just, just always being mm-hmm. open to growing right so every year every day every month just really being intentional on uh, like my goals and where I want to see myself and how do I get there and just mm. being mindful of that. Very good. So, you know, yeah. 
I think that today was one of the the most influential high vibration, high energy podcast that I have done um, since being on Anchor. And Tania, I definitely want to thank you so much for being a special guest, for providing us with valuable information, helping the ladies, helping the men. Because at the end of the day, guys, relationship talk is relationship talk. It don't matter if you're man and man, woman and woman, man and gorilla, or whatever the case may be. If somebody can communicate <laughs> and they can talk with you, we are all going through the same things and experiencing some of the same things. And it is perfectly okay to listen and to take what you need. You know, when you go to church, you don't listen to everything that the pastor says. You know, certain things catch your attention and they catch your ear. And you take bits and pieces of the sermon or bits and pieces of certain songs and you apply them to your life to where you need them. You know, it's like your life may have different infections and you take different medications or different ointments and things and you put them where they need to go, depending on what that infection may be. And guys, that's what life is. Life is about listening, learning, growing, being intentional, being okay with being intentional. Like, don't allow someone to tell you that you're asking for too much, too fast, too soon, and too upfront. Like, not being intentional is what landed you in the situations and places of where you've been in the past. Like, it's okay, guys. So, really quick, me and Tania are going to give you guys 10 common mistakes of dating. And and I want you guys to listen to these and hit the replay button if you want to go back and get them. But we're going to give you 10 common mistakes. So, Tania, go ahead and give us the first one. Okay, so the first one is you're dating. All right. So, guys, have goals when you're dating. We've already talked about this. What are your intentions? Be clear about that. Be vocal about those things and move forward. So the second one is ignoring the red flags. Please, 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 please. If you see a red flag, you feel a red flag, do not ignore it because that is your gut feeling and that is basically confirmation of this may not be something that I'm ready to sign up for. Okay, Tania, what's our next one? You're full of negative mm, thoughts. You want to talk about that one a little bit? Yeah, just kind of being mindful, kind of going back to what you said earlier of, of what you attract. So if you're only speaking negative and thinking that you're only capable of attaining negative things, then that's all that's going to come mm. uh, to you. So just being mindful of what you say and put gotcha. out in the universe. All right. Tip number four, guys, or the ten, one of the common mistakes, number four is planning things extremely far in the future. You know, you just met somebody on May the 5th and by May the 17th, you're talking about marriage and moving in. Like, like, wait a minute. Like, Mm -hmm. do you even know their last Mm -hmm. name? Like, uh, I mean, I'm just saying, can you pay my bill? (laughs) Automobile? (laughs) And it's big on the maybe. So, So, so guys, you know, you don't want to run anybody off. You don't want to scare anybody. But 
simmer down. Like, take it one day at a time. Because if you do all of that yes. right on the first couple of days or weeks, the wrong person will be exactly what you want them to be so that they can get what they want from you. And then when they get it, they... Oh. They gone. Oh. Yeah. You better you better say that's why I tell people all the time, I don't really believe in like the 90 day rule thing. So you know with the whole thing like a man stuff came out and it's like, oh yeah, you need to have standards. You need to you need to make men wait. I realize that men will wait 90 days just to have <laughs> Bam. <standards with> <laughs> Bam. And then when they get it. do what works for you but I'm telling you that like you said people will literally morph into who they think that you want them to mm-hmm. be and in the words of the power rangers it's morphing time and <laughs> <laughs> go ahead Tadia. let me go to the next one um, it says you're oh no 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 you focus too much on what the other person wants or needs. And I think that's very important because in relationships, you definitely want to give. You definitely want to um, be a benefit to that person in certain capacity. However, it's very important that we realize that if you have not given to yourself, you have not taken care of yourself, there's absolutely positively no way that you could be anything yeah, or do anything for anybody yeah. else. Take care of yourself. You cannot pour from an empty cup. There's you. You just definitely have to get in that right mindset and mental capacity and be good where you are. Do things that make you feel good because then you do mm-hmm. things for people because you want to. A lot of times relationships yeah. become routine. You don't want that. You know, doing things because you feel like you have to. Yeah. Do things because you want to, and that usually comes and even with that, just to go back on that. When you are dating or you're getting into a relationship and you're focusing on someone else's needs, that's how you end up losing who you are and losing self in someone else. So. Mm-hmm. And then, too, when you start situations out like that, what I realized is seven months, a year, two years into the relationship, when you start being like, oh, well, this is what I want to do. These are my dreams. <laughs> you, that, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you weren't doing that last year. You, you, I was your only priority, and I don't think people do that out of selfishness. It's because that's how you started the relationship. You led me to believe that I was always going to be the mm-hmm. number one priority. Mm-hmm. Now, where's the mini lease? I know your self growth ain't got you thinking that. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and of course, people don't think that that's like, I don't think people realize how selfish that comes across, but you have to be mindful of the type of environment mm-hmm. that you're that's creating. True. Because, yeah, that's selfish of them, but you should have never even led them to think that that was Woo! the only possible. See, guys, see, we're going to have to have a part two, I swear. So, the, the <laughs> next one is you're looking for a best friend and not a partner. Now, uh, me and my friend Ryan, we always say we're going to call the spade a spade. And we always say, you got to learn how to call people to the carpet. Some of us out here, that, that, that's okay. it. The uh, magic school bus. Like, it's a lot of people out here. You don't want a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You don't want a husband or a wife. You want 
a friend with benefits. And if that's what you want, say that. If that's what you want, be that. Stop doing all of the relationship activities when you know that that ain't what you want. The whining, the dying, yeah. the here are the flowers. That's I bought, I was at the store and I just thought about you. And, and for somebody who's looking for a relationship, if you're doing all of those things, you are in a sense giving them false hope. You're giving them false hope. Yeah, you're building them true. up to believe that they have this amazing king or queen that are, that's basically doing everything that someone in a relationship would do. But in reality, you really just want a buddy. You really just want a friend. And then you, they try mm. to flip and say, well, I just have a kind heart. That's just who I am. Well, who you are, but you have mm. to understand how your intentions and your actions could aid in someone completely thinking and feeling something totally different. So, so guys, you better say it. Yeah. That goes back to the intentions and the communication because Tell this the doesn't just tell the truth. I can't do anything. To, I can't do anything to you. I think when you're telling people the truth, then they can make an educated decision mm -hmm. on if they want to deal with you or not. If you're lying to people, then you're taking away people's right to make that kind of decision. Because the thing is, if you tell me the truth and I still decide that's, that's to do you, that's not me. If you lie to me and you <laughs> lead me to believe that this is something that is not, mm -hmm. that's wrong. And which causes me to hate your guts, to block you, to drag you on social media, <laughs> and then you sit back. Uh -huh. and that's when you become crazy. Say, I, I hope I get my check, and you. <laughs> I hope I get my check. <laughs> Run around shaking the That's couch. it. That's it. So, Tania, go ahead and give us our next one. Um, you are dating because you're lonely. Oh, avoid that job. Because mm -hmm. then you you find yourself in situations just because you're just dealing with people just because you want a warm body next to you. You don't like this person. They breath stink. Marlo, whoa, 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 you ain't trying to build no type of future with them. You just sit up there with them just because you don't want to be by yourself. And I feel like anybody that don't want to be by themselves, they'll say a lot about And on that note, number eight. Because <laughs> who don't want to sit there and, and be with themselves in their own thoughts? Somebody that's not trying to deal with them. That's it. Somebody they running from the law. You running from them too, bud? <laughs> all right guys so the next one is you constantly choose projects and not partners fixer uppers Somebody, you know that you are mm -hmm. in a place in your life where you may be doing better than them you may have so much to add you see the perfect opportunity to transform a young lady or a young man into being everything that you believe that they can be and what they have the potential of being like are you out here dating for partners or are you dating for projects because if you're out there dating for projects then you probably pursue a career as a school teacher and, and maybe get with kids oh, and okay. put together projects to see the outcome like you are going to okay, okay. Uh, okay. that's it <laughs> Keep up that kitten heel. 
That's definitely something I have done in the past and just realizing that that is more yeah. draining than anything. And people have Exactly. To and if you have to And that's the thing. If you find someone that you're trying to fix and to work on to be what you need for them to be, and they may perfectly feel that they are fine just the way they are, that's a clear red flag and an inclination that you're trying to train somebody that thinks that they're perfectly fine. And realistically speaking, you and this person don't even fit. So why are you trying to alter who they are? You, that's selfish, that's dangerous. And honestly, I don't like that. Oh. I don't like that. I'm going to tell you one thing that sticks out to me. I know we got to wrap it up. But one time, I'll never forget, I told this guy, I said, you always do what you want to mm. do. You never do what I want you to do. And every couple of months, when that, when that line rolls through my head, I just slap myself every time I think about the time that I told him that because I realized exactly he don't have to yeah. you the fool that's sitting <laughs> up there letting him <laughs> like you the one that's sitting up there watching him do what he want to do and seeing that what he does is not to the exactly the situation see that's what I'm talking about what's Tell the next one T please the next one is um yeah you don't know what yeah. you want that always ends up in destruction you have you have to be intentional and i think that we have just gotten so stuck in this mindset of like just because you're alone you're lonely or you have to have somebody around just because you it's like no one thing I've learned, especially being by myself, because I'm literally in a place where I don't have a friend, a, a foe, a family member, or nothing. Do things that are appeasing to me. Learn my love languages, and then make sure that I, you know, mm-hmm. I know how to appease to myself. Because once you're fulfilled, you know, you go out and you walk out, and then you kind of know whenever you do get into another situation of, of what how people will have mm-hmm. an understanding of what you're accustomed to, and how mm-hmm. they can easily transition into your life. But if you just out here all willy nilly, you just gonna get in a situation all willy nilly. Then y'all out here winging in and trying to figure it out and then y'all been together six years had two kids and realized y'all don't even like each other see okay (laughs) Andy Cohen okay (laughs) (laughs) was it (laughs) and it's like not even N-C-E at the end coincident okay shout out to Nene Lee (laughs) (laughs) y'all know Nene don't be finishing her words but I always like going back to you don't know what you want (laughs) I always think about that scene on Waiting to Exhale when Savannah gets into it with her mom. And and her mom talks about oh, yeah. Kenneth is flying down here to see you. He's practically egging on his knee. And, mm-hmm. and her mom says, he's a good man, mm-hmm. Savannah, but he's in a bad situation. That <laughs> moment, her mom was so focused mm. on her just having a man not caring about a piece of something, not a, a whole piece. man, like whatever baggage he had going on, still married, got a child, 
her mom just wanted to see her with a man. And when Savannah like went off on her mom, it was just like, I live alone. Like, I want a man, but I don't want him at that cost where that's what I'm going to have to deal with and put up with. Going to your tip of Mm. knowing what you Mm. want, when you don't know what you want, you'll entertain and accept anything that comes your way. Probably because you are lonely. Mm. You don't want to sit with yourself. You don't even want to entertain your own thoughts. So anything that you can put in the place of self-growth, you'll stick something there because learning about yourself and holding yourself accountable, it hurts. And it forces you to realize that you've been pointing a finger at the wrong people all this time. Yeah. Oh. See, part two. Come on with this up. So guys, the last one is you or both people (laughs) love playing games in order to get what you want, to get something you want as well, knowing there are no intentions of a relationship or more. So y'all all know about people playing games. They say what they want, do what they got to do to get what they want. And then once they get it, you don't hear from them. Their communication is broken. Their consistency is broken. And you may be the person doing all of this stuff, but yet and still you're playing games and you allow games to be played and you play them when you don't yeah. know what you want. So moral of the story, stories, guys, with yeah. dating and relationships and learning about yourself, Let's be clear. Let's be intentional. Let's not allow people to hurt us and let's not be out here hurting people. People hurt people. So thank you so much to Nia for being a guest on the show today. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. Guys, guys, this is not going to be the last time that you guys hear from Tania. Um, She's definitely going to be coming back a little bit more. We're probably going to, we may do a part two. Uh, but that part two may be something like a Facebook Live. So guys, be sure. Uh, we're going to tell you guys how to reach us um, in just a moment. But Tania, um, if you would, just let the people know how they can get in contact with your makeup line, Painted Dolls, other platforms that you are on. Okay, so uh, my Facebook page is, my business page is Painted Dolls Cosmetics. It's P-A-I-N-T-E-D space, D-O-L-L-S Cosmetics. Uh, my Instagram is Painted Dolls Co. So um, P-A-I-N-T-E-D-D-O-L-L-S-C-O. Same for Twitter. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is Tania Rachelle or Tania Ray, T-O-N-I-Y-A-R-A-E. And my Facebook page is Tania Rachel. And yeah, the launch for uh, the cosmetics line is going to be February 1st, 2021. I have some great stuff coming out in regards to promo, a lot of new products. So I'm definitely excited to share with you guys. This is definitely my baby, my labor of love. And I'm just ready to share yeah. with you. Jocelyn uh, Hernandez, yeah. people. And, and just so people know, <laughs> what are the products that you serve? Do you serve, I mean, do you sell sugar scrubs, cocoa butter, hair glue? Like, what do you sell? Flavors, but which are three different um, 
smells, I guess. We have a vanilla smell that's Amelie Vanilli. We have um, the mango smell, which is Mango Mommy. And then we have the cotton candy one, which is, I have a cotton candy dream eyeshadow palette. And I also have a cotton candy body butter. Um, I have painted skin, which is going to be our skin products. Right now, we do have a, a rose hip oil for um, hydration, hyperpigmentation. I'm esthetician, so we will definitely have more products. Thank you, friend. We'll have more products in regards to um, body and skin as well because, you know, makeup is great, but you also want to make sure that you have a really good canvas, and that starts with the skin. If your skin all toe up, you know, we can try to make it look some type of way. So, <laughs> so, so for all the fellas out there, okay. you know, I'm a guy, I, I love <laughs> to smell good. Um, anything out there for the fellas? Do we have beard oils or creams or anything coming? Nothing yet. I, I've been trying to figure out a way to um, fill, fill out and just kind of figure out a way to market to me because my brand is very feminine and not to say that you know men cannot be feminine but you know everything is like pink and gold and dolls and all that type of stuff so i want hey, to hear that word guys intentional <laughs> you know how i'm how, <laughs> how i how i market to men not to say that men cannot get the products because you know anybody if, if you like a smell you like a smell you like a oil you like a oil you like a gloss you like a gloss a man or a woman can wear lip gloss it's not the problem i just want to make sure that uh in, in business you want you when you get mm -hmm. your, your niche you want to kind of stick to that and i am more so focused on that right now and once i figure that mm -hmm. out then i definitely will expand and, and try to figure out a way to market to men i do believe that i will have a man's body butter coming sometime this year um, okay but I don't so guys i'll be coming out with the male uh line for products and it's going to be called dead deep dads and <laughs> <laughs> look you better, listen, I better, uh, listen, but guys, once again, Tania has dropped all of her jewels and her platforms where you guys can reach her. Please, please, please support her products. Please go visit her pages and see the work that she's done. And I can honestly say, guys, working in the office with Tania, like she's beautiful inside and out. So she is the representation of a painted musty doll. And joking, guys. This is just what we do. Oh, Lord. So you guys know if you are interested in any life coaching um, <laughs> sessions or talks or consultations with me, please visit my website, www.trustjarell.com. You can also follow me on my Facebook page, which is Trust Jarell Reloaded um, on Facebook. And then my Instagram page is also, is also I'm sorry, life coach underscore Jarell. Um, but other than that, guys, you guys enjoy your Sundays. Please share the podcast out. Please call in and provide us with some positive feedback. And if you have any topics that you would like for us to talk about on the post, I want you guys to reach out to us. But me and Tania are signing off and you guys have a good Sunday. No problem. Peace out, guys. Thank you again, Jerry.